Welcome to the Soul Society Podcast, a podcast for self and spiritual growth and development. I'm your host, Diane Hatke, and I'm here to share with you my knowledge, tools, and resources for leveling up your life, stepping into your highest potentials, and activating the abundance, freedom, success, confidence, and pure love that is already inside you waiting to be tapped into. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Soul Society podcast. In today's episode, I want to dive into self-discipline. This is something that came up in a sticker question I asked on my Instagram about how I could support you with questions because y'all know I love asking questions to help you uncover your own answers. And I thought that this would be a fun topic to talk about and getting into some ways to really cultivate a deeper self-discipline and what you can begin practicing to strengthen that muscle. So before we dive in, I have a huge, huge favor to ask of you. If you love this podcast, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review and or share it with somebody who you think could benefit from it. Or if you just think that anyone could benefit from it, take a screenshot of this episode or your favorite episode or the podcast in general and share it to your stories. Give me a tag so that I can send you some love for supporting me. And when you share it to your stories, tag me at diane.hatke on Instagram. That's D-I-A-N-N-E dot H-A-T-K-E. All right, with that being said, let's roll into today's episode, building self-discipline. This is something that comes up a lot for people, especially in today's world where we are so used to instant gratification and we have so many distractions. It's so easy to not even need discipline to get a lot of what we want, to get those little dopamine hits that we want, right? To, to just kind of move through. We haven't really needed to practice our patient muscle, <laughs> which in my opinion is a little bit, it's a big part of practicing self-discipline, right? It's learning to lean into the process and into things not moving as quickly as you think that they should or might want them to. Um, Also, to even getting started in the first place. So, what can you do to begin honing your self-discipline? What can you begin to do to strengthen this? So, the first thing is to gain some awareness around it. Why do you struggle with self-discipline? What area of life are you struggling most? Where do you want to make the most change right now? Where are you currently and where do you want to be? And what are you doing that is preventing you from getting there? So how are you getting in your own way? What excuses are you coming up with? What distractions do you have? Ask yourself these questions. Get really, really curious about yourself. Okay, I see that I'm not self-disciplined here. Maybe you want to start going to the gym and you're just not not doing it, right? Ask yourself why. What comes up? Is it because you're not seeing results fast enough or because you feel like you don't have enough time or you don't have the energy or it just feels like too much to take on at once? What excuses do you come up with? What's your story around it? 
Get to know yourself. Something I see very often is people having an all or nothing mentality. We think, okay, I want to change this behavior within myself or I want to change this about myself and I need to do it like right now. It needs to happen overnight, (laughs) right? Like there's no point in taking small steps because it needs to happen immediately. And if it's not happening immediately, then I'm not doing anything about it. And this keeps so many people stuck right where they are because they don't see the value in taking the small steps that actually lead to a shift in who you are and allow you to step into the person you need to be in order to take the bigger action, right? So if you've been in my space for a while and maybe even if you've been in some of the spiritual community, you've probably heard it's not about doing, it's about becoming. When you become, the doing becomes easy. But most people are so focused on the doing. Most people are like, well, I have to take all of these big actions in order to get where I want to be. No, you need to become the person who finds it easy to take these actions. And generally, most of the time for most people, it doesn't happen with huge steps that you have trouble maintaining. It happens with little incremental progress. So... You can start with that, and I'd urge you to start with that. Here's my end goal, right? Know what your end goal is. Maybe it's to lose weight. Maybe it's to feel healthier or be healthier. Maybe it's to find a partner. Maybe it's to get out of your head about some stuff. Maybe it's to be more productive at work or in your business or whatever it is, and those are all very loosely ended. So get really clear about your goal. What is that? And then work back to the smallest step you can take every single day, even if it seems so insignificant, in order to start building the person who is that. Right? So let's just say, for example, you want to be a successful business owner and you're running an online business and you know you want to have X number of clients and you want to have X number of revenue and you think that you need to have a course and a program and all of these different things in order to get you there, but you're not even showing up online right now because you're afraid or whatever it is. Or we could take another example that's, you know, maybe you want to get into shape, but you're not doing anything. You're doing absolutely nothing, right? You're like, I really want to get into shape and I've had this dream and this vision for myself for years and no shame in that it took me years to decide I wanted to get into shape. Um, But I haven't done anything about it yet. And it's usually because we think I have to do all these big things, these big scary things. And so we just sit back and we don't do it. We don't go to the gym. We don't show up online. We don't eat a healthy meal. So break it down into the smallest thing possible. What is the very first thing you would need to do to grow that business online? Maybe it's posting. So how can you post something small every single day? What is the very first thing that you need to do in order to get yourself in the gym? You got to get your gym clothes on. And I'm totally stealing this example from Atomic Habits, which I highly, highly recommend. (laughs) Right? So maybe your small habit starts with you making a small post every single day on social media. Even if it's just to your stories, even if you're just sharing something that isn't even yours, just showing up, just being on there. 
And then if your goal is to get fit, maybe the first thing you do, the first small habit you create is just putting on your gym clothes at the time of day that you would want to go to the gym. And keeping it that simple. Keep it that simple for a week, for two weeks. And then decide, you know, you can set a time frame for yourself or you can play with feeling it out, but commit to then taking another step and slowly build that new identity of yours. Slowly begin stepping into the person who is these things, who doesn't need to think about it because it's a part of who you are. All right, this could look like doing, and I've talked about this, I think in other episodes, but it's so powerful, doing one push-up a day. Meditating for two minutes a day. Reading one page of a book a day. Drinking one glass of water. Eating one serving of vegetable. It might feel very insignificant, but as you begin building that habit, you begin shifting your identity of who you are because you are now not just somebody who is doing these things. You are somebody who is these things. It's becoming a part of you. So that's the first thing is really... How can I break this down into the smallest habit that I know I can stick to every day, even if it feels insignificant, even if it feels stupid? Because what you'll likely find is that as you begin meditating for two minutes, it becomes easier for it to roll into three and four and then five and then 10 and then 15. And as you eat one serving of vegetable a day, you find it becomes easier to add in a second and a third. And as you begin putting on your gym clothes, you start thinking, well, I'm in my gym clothes. I might as well do something. So maybe I'll just go on a walk around the block. And then as you continue walking around the block, you're like, well, I'm already warmed up and my energy shifted because I walked around the block. Maybe I can go do something else. Or I'm already posting on social media. So now I can add my own flair and I can start talking about my own stuff. Right. So start with a small step. There's nothing wrong with that. And the next question I'm going to challenge you with is if you still do not believe that this small step is significant enough for you, how is it going to harm you? What damage is doing one small step going to do? And where is it getting you to not do this? So if you decide, nah, this is dumb. I don't need to do one tiny step a day. Okay. Where is not doing it going to get you? You're going to stay right where you are. So it's your choice. So this is a great way to start practicing self-discipline. In Atomic Habits, he talks about the two-minute rule. Start by creating a habit that takes you two minutes or less and build on that habit. So how can you break your goal down into a habit that takes two minutes or less that you can do every single day? All right, the next thing that you can do and the next thing I would challenge you with, the next question I have for you is... How can you shift something in your environment to set you up for success? So at the beginning of this, I asked you to run through your excuses and your distractions. And there's a pretty good chance that part of your excuses and probably some of your distractions either come from something that is currently in your environment or something that is not available in your environment. And because this thing is not available in your environment, you are saying that you can't do said thing. (laughs) So what adjustments to your environment can you make to set yourself up for success? If you want to meditate every day, maybe it's putting a yoga mat or a meditation pillow in the room where you want to meditate. 
so that you can just sit down and get it done. If you are wanting to exercise more, maybe you put a kettlebell next to your bed so that you can wake up every single morning and do five kettlebell swings. If you are distracted by your phone, maybe you practice putting your phone in another room for a few hours a day so that you can get things done. If there is an app on your phone that distracts you, you can delete it. Maybe you play with reorganizing your home screen on your devices so that the things you want to be do or doing are on those screens and the things you don't want to be doing are buried in your phone and you have to dig a little harder for them. Or you can even delete apps off your phone. How can you set your environment up for success? How can you set yourself up for success with what you have? If you're wanting to eat healthier, but your house is filled with junk food, you might need to get rid of the junk food. You might need to purchase healthy food. I have a water bottle habit, you guys. (laughs) Like, it's terrible. But if you're having trouble drinking water, maybe you need something fun that you know you'll want to drink out of. How can you set that reminder to make it more available to you? So look around at your environment and notice what in my environment is either hindering my progress. So what's keeping me from doing what I want to do. Maybe maybe you watch too much TV and you need to quit watching TV. Maybe you could ask your partner or someone to hide the remote from you or hide it from yourself. Maybe you need to add something to our environment. Maybe there's something you need to edit in your environment. It doesn't necessarily need to go, but maybe it needs to change. So what can you shift there in order to set yourself up for success? Similar to this is looking at your excuses. If there isn't an environmental thing preventing you from your self-discipline, take a look at your excuses. What are you coming up with? And how can you prepare yourself for when those excuses come up in the future? How can you have an alarm system available that's like, no, 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 no. This is your own excuse coming in and have something ready for yourself so that when that excuse creeps up, you have something on hand. It doesn't necessarily have to be a physical thing. Maybe it could be a thought. Maybe it could be a practice. If you're thinking, oh, I really don't have energy to go to the gym. Maybe you say, anytime I think this, I'm going to put on a song and I'm going to dance around for five minutes and then I'll see how I feel because I enjoy dancing and I know that dancing will boost my energy. And maybe after I do a little dance, then I'll feel like I have more energy to go to the gym. All right, so look at the excuses that you're coming up with. And similar to how you can prime your environment, how can you prime your mind for the excuses that you're going to have? What practices can you put in place to catch those and to shift them before they take hold? All right. We will definitely come back to this at a further episode because this can go so much deeper, but I think these are a few fun things that you can start with right now. So again, just to recap, first is really getting to know what's coming up for you around your lack of self-discipline. Where is it coming from? What are you coming up with in your mind about what you need to be doing? What excuses do you have? Questioning your environment getting to know what your big goal is and breaking those steps down into smaller actions. All right. So this comes in the second thing we talked about, which is breaking down into smaller habits, the smallest habit that you can do every single day that will start helping you step into the version of the person that you need to be who just does these things, right? 
Then it's looking at what can you shift in your environment in order to set yourself up for success? What can you add, edit, or delete from your environment? And then looking at the same thing with your mind. What's going on in your mind? What needs to be added, edited, or deleted from your mind in order to allow you to, again, become the person you need to become for this self-discipline that you're wanting to practice. All right. If you want more from me, currently there are a couple ways to do it. I'm going to talk really quickly about Soul Society. This is my private online community. This is a space for you if you are just so excited about learning about yourself because it's just so fun. Or even if you have something more nuanced that you're wanting clarity on. Each month you receive a new mini course essentially is what it is, is a new mini course that has lessons and information for you and and some soul work for you to do to help you either just generally get to know yourself better if you're on a path of self-discovery and self-curiosity or things that you can actually apply specifically to an area of life or something that you are working on to help support you there. Because y'all, I'm going to tell you something that just like your life reflects itself back to you in every other aspect of your life, right? So your relationship with one person likely reflects your relationship with another or with yourself or even your relationship with money reflects back to you, your relationship potentially with others or yourself. And all of life is like this. The tools that are needed to support you and all of these things apply everywhere, right? You can read a book on mastering your money mindset and still apply most of those principles to relationships. This stuff isn't that crazy, right? I think we try to make it really complicated. And I think that's kind of fun for this conversation too, because we always try to overcomplicate things and we just, yeah, we get wrapped up in thinking that things can't be simple and easy. And the truth is things can be really simple and easy and they get to be really simple and easy. So in Soul Society, you receive new information monthly, fun new things that we're working on that you can play with in your own way or you can apply directly to, you know, exactly what you're specifically needing. There's also group coaching calls. So if you want a little more support and connection, you can receive that with the group coaching calls. And then I'm also opening up for one-on-one coaching. So I have a few spots available for that. And I absolutely love one-on-one coaching. And y'all, I'm really fucking good at it. I'm like a master question asker. And the whole idea behind coaching is to allow you, who are whole and complete in yourself, to come to your own answers. And so that's what we do when we work together one-on-one, is I really just support you in this beautiful process of developing your own understanding and coming to your own answers. And of course, if you need or want it, I can provide you with some feedback and support, but you have it in you. I can see it and I believe in you. And so that's what we do in that setting. So if you are interested in either of those, click the link in my, in the show notes, (laughs) almost said link in my bio, click the link in the show notes and you can get more information on those. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you back on the next episode.